This is Marvel 616 Politics, issue 36, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. been far far too long how long has it been i don't i think it's been over a month man has it dang yeah and i think the other one was over a month from the time that we recorded too i mean the you know aaron and 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 jason on on the on the facebook page they're getting they're getting vicious for real they're like where is it you best be backing up and then you throw me to the wolves how you told me that i don't return your messages Hey, I believe I've sent you a Facebook message, and I texted you, and I've yet to hear back from either of those. I... Boo to the yeah, is what I got to say about that. I'm... Hmm. Hmm. I have to look into this. I'm actually really... (laughs) I'm actually really behind on my communications with most people. No, it's cool. I I just want to make sure I wasn't being blamed for this. Right. Well, you... I mean, we could blame you, right? We could. We could, but we won't. I set aside Thursdays. Every Thursday, I'm available for some form of podcasting. And see, typically Mondays are good for me, but Mondays aren't good for you. Really? Mondays? Yeah. I don't don't know if I knew that. Yeah, that's okay. Mondays. Jackie's got Titus on Mondays. What? That sounds like a... Is that a rash? Titus? It's a book of the Bible. It's like about... uh, I know it's a book of the Bible. Don't talk to me like I'm a heathen. You said it sounded like a rash, so <laughs> I was telling. She's got Titus. Like I'm not has... thinking. Oh, she's got a book of the Bible on she Monday. She has a group, Titus Group Women's Ministry. Gotcha. That you know, <laughs> like the older women in the church mentor the younger women. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's not every Monday, so I don't know. Maybe we will have to start doing some Monday stuff. Or, or, you know, I'm usually good around, like, 3 in the morning. Are you still up at 3 in the morning? I usually go to bed around 3. Do you... What What time do you get up? Mm, 10. Okay, so you get a good 7 hours of sleep? Mm-hmm. What are you doing up so early? I mean, doesn't that conflict with the, your schedule with, with uh, Miss Jennifer? Mm, no, I mean, she's at work when I get up. There's no reason for me to be up and just watching her getting ready for work. I guess not. You don't want to make her breakfast or anything? Uh, I did that for like two weeks. <laughs> I, got, I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What time does she go to bed? Uh, about twelve. So what do you do for three hours? Oh, I play Superhero Squad online. Oh. It's pretty sweet. You don't want to start because you'll get addicted. No, I can't, my computer. Is dead. My laptop's dead, so I have to buy one off of Woot. Woot.com. Oh, no. Bummer, man. I know. I know. It flat out died. Look, I was trying to help somebody out by reformatting their external hard drive, and suddenly my thing died. And I've tried to put... It's it's some software issue. It's not a hardware issue. And I've looked at it. My IT guys looked at it. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, man. I know. Tell me about it. All right. Well, this is Marvel 616 Politics. 
We are on the Facebook, on the Twitter. We have our own website. You can email us, and you can leave a voicemail at... I'm changing it up on you. you oh, said... I was just letting you go. No, you <laughs> said you were good. You could work on the fly. You told me that. 616-755-TINA. Woo! Well done. See, we just hit them all at once there, just like that. Good job. Do we have to, do we have to delineate them further? No, no, that's fine. I, I guess we're in a rush. Did we no? Did we cover everything though? Facebook, how to get a hold of us through email, how to get a hold of us through um, verbally speaking with us. Twitter. Twitter, yeah, six one six politics on Twitter. Yep, those, those are our four. Yeah. Ah, uh, blah blah blah. We go oh. to our website too. Yeah, go to our website. That's how you. That's because a couple of people asked, how do I get the show if I don't use iTunes? You go to Marvel six one six politics. Dot com and there's links there for the for where the show is directly hosted as well as streaming. Um, iTunes, give us iTunes reviews. You know, throw a review up there. Say these guys really know what they're talking about, or these guys have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Either way, I'm fine with it. We have one fantastic review. Oh, shout out to Aaron, the same guy who who gave us the review. He did some more bumpers for us, and so we're gonna be throwing those into this mix this episode. That should be good. I, I'm looking forward to this episode. I know that the, the agenda may have scared you a little bit. What do you think? Oh, I'm not afraid of anything except but, heights and sharks. <laughs> except, except falling from great heights and sharks. Into a shark's mouth, yeah. Like falling from an airplane into the ocean. I'm done. Wait a minute. Are you are you trying are you mocking me? No. Oh. Okay. No, I really am. Those okay. are my two greatest fears. I don't like those things. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, I went on a hiking trip. That's why I didn't return your text message. Right. Okay. How was your hiking trip? It was good. I saw my first live tarantula in the wild. In Arkansas? Yeah. I didn't know they had tarantulas in Arkansas. I didn't either, but it was scary. What'd you do? I just stepped over it, but I mean, like... You didn't kill it? No, dude, I don't know way am I going to put my foot next to that thing. I don't know what kind of exoskeleton it has, and if it's, like, <laughs> what if I step on it, and it doesn't crunch, and then it, like, bores through my boot or something? I don't know. Well, no, you're assuming that I meant for you to step on it. I would, like, stand 30 feet away and throw a boulder at it or something. No, man. Like, okay, first of all, my aim's not that good. Secondly, I don't want to anger this creature. I don't know how fast it can run. Good point. Right? And yeah. I'm on the side of a mountain. I can't run up or down the mountain that fast. Mm. Maybe you could have just smacked it with a stick. Again, I would have to be like four, three, four feet away. Well, who were you with? I was with my boss. We were going oh. on a hiking trip. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was all right. I got all to right. meet his family. We uh, we stayed at his, his folks' place one night, and then we hit the trail. Mm-hmm. And I... I have terrible blisters. Terrible. Like, like bleeding through the sock blisters. Like, I'm going to work and, like, I have to change my socks because they're bleeding. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just for hiking? Yeah, man. It was a three-day hiking trip. First day, I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to have to put some cushion there. And then, like, the rest of the time, it was just pure torture to just to walk around. So. Oh, my gosh. Are they old shoes or something? You know what? They are my Air Force combat boots. So. Oh, you went hiking in boots. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you know, that's what you get for trying to save money and not 
Yep, that's right. Quality over cheap. Exactly. Yeah, somebody keeps telling me that. Who keeps telling me that? I don't know. You. You keep telling yep. me that. <laughs> <laughs> Our sponsor this evening, who sponsors this lovely program that we have, is DCB Service. That's Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. Uh, where you can get all your comic book needs. Actually, they have some trades and hardcovers and everything. But uh, for 35 to 40% off, if you pre-order all your, your single issues, it, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Have they you also bought... have statues. Oh, yeah. Have you bought your statues recently? Yeah, I got. I ordered six, and I got five of them. The other one's on its way soon. Which one did it's... you get? Uh, they're called the Marvel Classic, the Classic Marvel Figurine Collection. How come I haven't seen them on the Facebook page? Uh, I don't know. It's facebook.com slash marvel616politics. I don't, I don't know if you know that. I do. I, I guess I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think there are because I put pictures up of my comic book room and I took pictures of those guys. Yeah, but not the new ones you got. No, not the new ones. Actually, I ran out of space, so I've got to do some rearranging in the room. Oh, at, from 12 to 3 at night? That's I could do it, but then when am I gonna play Superhero Squad? I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. Oh man! All right. So uh, what else is going on? I, we I mean we haven't talked in a long time. I even forget the last issues we did, so I don't even know if we finished Schism or what we did. Yeah, I think we did Schism last. Oh. We, we we round we ended Schism. We did issue five of Schism, didn't we? I can't remember. Hmm. We think we might, we might have done issue four. I don't think I have my notes from issue thirty-five. How will I even remember? Let's see. It's not a big deal. Whatever. We all know what happens. <laughs> Good I, point. I really thought that that Charles was gonna die. Did you really? I did. Oh. I, I, for the whole time, I was like, I don't know how Jason Aaron's going to make uh, Xavier die, but uh, okay. For some reason, I just thought, like, I thought I knew that. It wasn't even like, oh, I have a hunch. I really thought I knew it. Oh, it was such a letdown, the whole the whole schism. It Ugh. was. It was. What's the deal with that? Dude, and uh, along with fear itself, too. What a letdown. Oh, what a craptacular fest that was. And now they're like stretching it out. How long can we go? Please I know. I stop. can't I don't even know if I can read the fearless one through twelve. It's like it's like you're going on a hike for your fourth day in those same boots. Just make it stop. The oh. make bleeding stop, make the pain stop. Just end it. Just stop hiking, you know? I I totally agree. I can't I can't disagree with that. Yeah, that was a great analogy. <laughs> well done. Air high five. Ka-ching. Yeah. So we anyway, do an episode and pretend like we're in the studio together. Oh, that would be fantastic. We you know, people. The hideous energy guys, they uh, they keep begging me to come to Muncie, Indiana. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, wait. Didn't, wasn't there uh, Mid Ohio Comic Con? Did you go to that? No, I didn't go. <laughs> what happened? I had other plans. I couldn't. I couldn't change them. Did you? Can you share those other plans? Oh, it was just with our business. We had some business things we needed to take care of. And I was like, oh, what a bummer. But that's okay. Next year I'll go back and I'll have more money to spend. That's true. I need to go next year. I really do. 
Dude, you have an open invitation. Thank you. I didn't even hear about it until it was over. How sick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, wow. it turns out a bunch of my friends, like, well, not my friends, but my acquaintances on Facebook went, like, from high school and stuff. And I was like, I don't even know you guys like comic books. No, I none of my friends like comic books at all. I mean, I was doing Awana, and this one girl, girl, this one lady was like, oh, so what do you like to do? I'm like, well, you know, I read a lot of comics and... Or I said, maybe I said, do a lot of reading. And they were like, really? What kind of reading? I was like, well, mostly comic books, uh, you know, because you get the story quicker. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. She was like, really? Well, you know, my husband hasn't grown up either. I'm like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, Fantastic. (sighs) You know, people don't know what to say. You just smack them in the face. Oh, Halloween. How was Halloween? Good. Did you see who I dressed up? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I dressed up as Thor. Did you really? Where is that? Is that on the page? No. How would I see it then? Well, because I thought that you were friends with me and you would know that I have new pictures on my personal page. I never check anybody's personal page. I never go. To, I, I don't use Facebook except for our stuff. Oh. Well. I don't even know how to do that. How do I do that? Just go to my name and you'll see a picture of me dressed as Thor. I didn't even know that's how it worked. Hold on. I'm there. <laughs> I didn't know. It. I don't really know how to use this thing. Very impressive. I, I, I can't help that. No, I said it's – I meant my costume is very impressive. Oh, okay. So wait. What do I do? Where's your name? Oh, there you are. Oh. Probably go to the third picture. Jennifer's Tina Turner and I'm Thor. Jen was Tina? Okay, wait. I got this. I see some sailor man. Yeah, that's David. Oh, wow. <laughs> you look fantastic. You look it's, like you it, put a lot of effort into that. It's like Chris Hemsworth has walked out of the movie screen. Your wife's hair is out of control, man. Yeah, she's Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I went as uh, one of the Occupy Wall Street protesters. Oh, Andy. What? What? Are you sympathizing or or teasing about them? Should we really go into the politics right now? This is Marvel's six weeks <laughs> politics. You brought it up. No, man. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. But that's why I dressed as him. And okay. you know what? To be honest, I mean, oh, there's a great picture. You know what? I'm going to see if I can throw it up on Facebook. Hold and bear with me here. Let's see if I can do this. I'm bearing. You won't. There it is. <laughs> oh, you have hair like me. Not in general, no. I am the... You are the what? I am the 99%. Oh, okay. I can't see the percent. Yeah. And on the back, because we call my mom Bon Bon, because her name's Bonnie, it says Occupy Bon Bons. That's where <laughs> we're going. <laughs> Dude, check it out. No, like, for church, though, people are like, what are you dressed up as? Because I didn't go like this. Oh, somebody already liked it. Wow. And it wasn't you. Wow. Two people already liked it. Man. All right. So, um... I liked it. Oh, you're just you're so nice. Matthew uh, Bright if, and me. If you look at the the top picture, the face I'm giving you is my Matt Fraction face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look at it. The glasses, the hair. Oh, you added two pictures. Yes. Oh well, I haven't seen the second picture. Let's see. see. 
what so when so when I went to church because we had the little fun festival fall festival thing, and so people were like, "What are you supposed to be?" And I didn't go dressed as this. I was wearing my Avengers sweatshirt, and mm-hmm. uh, people were like, "Oh, are you a comic book fan?" I was like, "No, these are my normal clothes." So um, actually, and Jackie was like, "Oh yeah, that that's that's necessarily true normal clothes." So um, anyway, I. I told them, I finally just broke down, and I was like, I'm Matt Fraction, you know, he writes Iron Man, he writes Thor, he just finished up Fear Itself, and people were like, oh, what, what is that? What, what is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is even worse, so I was like, I didn't dress up, so, <laughs> anyway, though, I was all excited to get these glasses. I tell you, these th- th- there's their new glasses, right? They uh-huh. told me, if you get the plastic frames that are thick that it'll make the lenses look smaller because my eyes are terrible my lenses are like an inch thick man it's insane Mm -hmm. so like the wire frames they got to make them thicker because the wire goes through you know there's a little indentation that the wire has to sit in the lens and everything and so i was like okay yeah i'll try these and plus they were cheaper than than not uh so tried them for a little bit and uh dude my they're just as thick there's no, I mean, they make my eyes look so beady. It's ridiculous. And actually, dude, if you look at this picture I just posted, if you kind of look at the angle between my profile pic and my real pic, yeah, you can see. Look, look. I can. No, no. What I was gonna, I was trying to find. I'm on my page now. I was trying to find uh, the picture of when you came up to Ohio. Cause didn't you have your hair buzz then? Oh, probably. Because your hair, it's all long now. Yeah, it's long, and I had a full beard. I've never had a full yeah. beard before, but that that's because of the uh, hiking trip, going to be honest. No, it's a, its cool, man. I'm just trying to find... I can't find it. You, hmm. have, you have pictures of me up on your Facebook page? I guess I don't. I thought I posted them, but I guess I didn't. Oh, that's such a shame. Oh, you're, such nope. a, you're such a studly man. Okay, enough talking about our... our uh, Yep, you're not up here. Sorry, I'll Facebook have to post pages. Them. I don't know why. Yeah, but hey, if you want to be our friends, we'll be friends with you. I guess that's true. I'm kind of selective, but Andy will be friends with anybody. That's true. That's and true. that wasn't a dig. That's just how Andy is. <laughs> He's now friends with Nikita Petrovia. What? <laughs> <laughs> and Kane L. Klon. Dude, people. Friend, I get seven friend requests a day at least, and I have no idea who any of these people are. How are they finding you? I have you know, mutual friends. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I got fifteen thirty-eight. I'm gonna max this out, man. I'm gonna go to five thousand, and then we're gonna get five thousand listeners to this show. Sweet. Then we can start charging people more. We don't charge people anything. No, our sponsors. Mwahaha. Oh boy. Oh goodness. Huh? Huh? Well, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, eventually what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah, this is doing this for fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I I thought we were. All right, what do you what do you say we get to some comics? Oh no, hey, wait, we have an no. Ask Andy. Do we do we want to do the Ask Andy or have we, we? Yeah, we do. Okay, all right, let's do let's do this. I mean, Aaron, this is for you. You made this bumper for us. It's fantastic. We're all about it. Ready? Go.
fire away. What's your ask, Andy? Got four questions for you, Andy Man. Four I mean, questions. Andy Woman. I gotta call you Andy Woman because you said your brother calls you Andy Man. Well, that's not okay. How about Andy Guy? I like Andy Man. That's fine. Okay. How about Ann? Ann. That's uh. Is this one of the questions? It, it's question number five now. Okay. No, Ann. I don't <laughs> right. like that. Question number one. Question Andy, one. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Didn't we do this already? Didn't I know this... you don't like ice cream, but if you had to have a flavor, which would it be? I like I like vanilla. Uh, come on. I jeez. Coffee's okay. Coffee ice cream's all right. Mint chocolate chip is okay. But if I'm gonna go with, oh, I like the tartest ice cream they have. Usually, what is that? Frozen yogurt. I know it's not ice cream. Don't give me a hard time. What is this? <laughs> Whoa, somebody's snippy tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know <laughs> I know you, and you're going to be like, no, it's not ice cream at all. <laughs> no, dude, frozen yogurt's good. It is. So if you can get the sourest, tartest ice cream they have, that's usually what I like. Like a uh, key lime pie or something. Well, that's too sweet. That has a sweet aftertaste. So like some sort of mango or, or something. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Question number two. Question two. Andy, who's your favorite X-Men character? Ooh, good question. As a kid, I always liked Cable. But now that I'm actually reading the series, <laughs> I don't like him as much. And it pains me to say that I'm actually a fan of Wolverine just because I'm so anti-hype. Mm-hmm. But I do like him. Um, I like Cannonball. Okay. Why? Uh, Why do you like Cannonball? I don't know. I liked him in um in Mike Carey's run during Supernovas, you know, when uh Bachelor was was doing the art. Mm-hmm. Um He seemed like confident, but I I never read him in the New Mutants until Zeb Wells took over the series. Uh man, tough question. But I don't necessarily have a, a crush on Kitty Pride. I think Colossus isn't all that cool. Nightcrawler, I never really saw the appeal. Um, Cyclops is a, is a is a jerk, man. Beast is so pretentious. I think I'm gonna have to go with Wolverine. Okay, sweet. No, that's a that's a good pick. Many people enjoy him. I know, and that makes me not want to pick him. But uh, I I like him if he's written well. I like him if he's a supporting character. I think he can be pretty stupid. But I tell you who it's not. It's not Nemesis, Doctor Nemesis. Yeah, can't we kill him? Yeah, and it's not Forge. Oh, poor Forge. Yeah, poor Forge. I always liked Forge. Why, Astonishing X-Men? Why? Yeah, let's not go there. We're going to get negative. We'll have to do like in the whole positive show again. Oh, man, show number eight. Whew, what a terrible... I mean, what a great... <laughs> oh, well, wait, who am I missing? I mean, I know there's like a million... Oh, dude, I like Chamber. I mean... Okay. Um, offbeat ones. Yeah, no, I mean, no reason in particular, I suppose. All right, question number three. Question three. Boxers or briefs? Um, I wear boxers all the time. I probably could stand to wear those boxer briefs. Um, and the reason why, I hope she's not listening, but the reason why is because my girlfriend previously to Miss Jacqueline was like, what? You wear what? N- no. No. 
And so I switched because I, I, apparently that wasn't cool to wear briefs. So you were made fun of. So that's that was the switch. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, but by somebody I thought I loved. Mhm. So does that count for something? I mean, you know. Sure. That, hey, whatever the catalyst is, as long as you're happy now. Hey, when I went through the vasectomy, I definitely didn't wear the the, the boxers. You need the Whoa. need the support. So. Yowch. <laughs> All of our listeners, except for our females, are now cringing. <laughs> right. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Anyway. That's okay. Question number four. Question four. I do know what? Quick story. Quick story. And oh, I yeah, apologize. Yeah. All right. This this apology goes out to Anna and her friend. Oh, man. What was her friend? Naomi, I think. So these two young ladies came up to me at a church function, and they said, we listen to your podcast. We love it. Thank you. And so I didn't – we didn't need to talk about the vasectomy. All right. Next. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, next time they see you, they'll look at you a little bit differently. Okay. <laughs> all right. Last question. Favorite movie of all time? Oh, man. All time? I'm a huge fan of Ice Age. I like that one. Huh. A movie about evolution. Interesting. <laughs> it's not about evolution, is it? It's about the Ice Age. Um, I'm, man, my other picks are rated R. Now you killed me. All right. Uh-oh. I, man, I, I love Fight Club and I love Snatch. And I like The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. So, oh. Uh, I would have to say Snatch. I could watch that over and over and over and over again. I could, it could end, and I could just rewind it and turn it back on. <laughs> in really? fact, in college, I think I did that like for weeks on end. So you can understand what they're saying? Oh, yeah. He's a big man. That's for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a fantastic film. It's Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Well, good. I mean, that's what I was just asking for honest answers. Thanks for not lying to me. Hey, you're welcome. I tried to watch it with Jackie, and she was like, oh, yeah, I know you like it. We can watch it. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And we started watching it. She's like, I, I can't I can't watch this. So I was like, right. That's what I figured. How long has it been since you tried to watch this last? <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's fantastic. And Fight Club's good, too. I mean, both of them are Brad Pitt movies, though, so I seem like a, you know, one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe you got a, a man crush on him. Nope. No, 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 I can't say as as though I do. I mean, like he's a fine-looking gentleman, but I mean, he's a good actor. He acts the same in a lot. But if you look at Twelve Monkeys, you see that film? No. Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt. That was probably one of his best roles. One of his most versatile roles, anyway. All right, all right. We've done this, Ask Andy. Now yep. I've humiliated myself. <laughs> hey, but you're also in charge of editing. Oh, that's true. Yes. But I'm also usually behind the gun on that. So, Or under the gun, behind the eight ball. So, uh, so that probably won't get cut out. So. Okay, that sounds good. Let's be honest. All right. All right, let's hit our current events. Hey, 
way, did you like the Tom Jane Punisher movie? Never watched it. Ever? Never ever? I heard it was really, really bad, so I just said I'm I'm dealing with it. No. It was really, really good. Really? Yes. Well, and I'm, I always take your advice and at least try what you recommend. So you should if you should watch it, and the sole reason why is because, and I won't spoil anything. They pretty much at the end of the movie, you're like, really? That was the climax? I don't get it. What? Why? And then you find out that that wasn't the climax, and the whole climax of the movie is to reinforce the theme that it is not revenge. It is punishment. And then once you get that, and once you were like, oh, that was the climax of the film, then you're like, oh, that's that's amazing. This film's amazing. So, well, speaking of Punisher, you did you hear that uh, he's getting his own television series? Oh, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's never gonna last. And they changed the whole thing. I mean, in the movie, granted, they changed it a little bit, but this is like the. The thing that you never like, all the cop shows, they're like, don't take it into your own hands, man. And that's what this guy does. He's a cop, and then at night he just goes out and kills all these bad guys. Like that's, he's the bad guy. Ah. You think Punisher's a bad guy? Do I think Punisher's a bad guy? Yeah. In that scenario, definitely, because he swore an oath to serve and protect and. Take you know vigilantism that ends in death is 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 probably not good. Uh, I think he does a service. I think he's necessary, but yeah, I would say that I mean he needs to be brought to justice, right? Really? Oh, see, I've always seen him as the vigilante, kind of like him and and Ghost Rider. Like they're just kind of they're kind of good, but you know you don't want to get them on a bad day. You don't arrest them. Like they kind of run with the heroes, but just on the outskirts, you know. No, I take a very Captain America approach, Steve Rogers approach to to the Punisher. Mm. You know when the like when Steve Rogers socked him during Civil yeah. War. Dude, yeah. I was all about that. I was like, way to go, Steve. And he didn't fight back because he, you know, he respected him so much. But you you can't do that. You just can't go out and be like, all right, I'm gonna kill all these people because the law's never gonna work right. You know, I mean, Sp- I mean, you you contrast Spider-Man with the Punisher, right? Mm-hmm. You say Spider-Man is up against the same thing. He says, you know, these guys are going to be out on the street again. I'll do it again. But he works within the system that he's given. Punisher says, system doesn't work. I'm exacting my own brand of justice. He's defining justice instead of enacting justice. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. It's anyway. cool that Marvel's at least getting out there, you know, because DC had Smallville for 10 years, and what did we have? We had Mutant X. Uh, yeah. No, that wasn't even Marvel, man, was it? Well, it was based on Marvel. It was, it was a Marvel thing. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Are you seriously? No, it wasn't. It had Didn't it have the, the Lex Luthor, the actor Lex Luthor from, uh, from Lois and Clark? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't think it was a Marvel thing, man. Oh, it definitely was a Marvel thing. It was based off of the X X Men stuff. I think you're wrong. All right, what issues oh. do we have tonight? What are we doing? Punch you in the face. Uh, what now? Punch you in the face. Oh, you heard that? What? 
What issues are we doing for current events? We're doing awesome issues. We're doing X-Men Regenesis, Wolverine and the X-Men number one, and Amazing Spidey 672. All right, fantastic. I love it. What do you want to start with? Well, let's start with X-Men Regenesis, right? Heck yeah. That's All right, awesome. go for it. Awesome. Well, X-Men Regenesis, let me grab my copy real quick. Hold on, I gotta get all these pictures of Andy down off Facebook. You, Jennifer's gonna walk in and be like, "Why? If you're talking to him, why you gotta be looking at his pictures and stuff?" Talk about <laughs> well, man crush. Say that you. It looks like you. You look good with your hair longer, and it looks like you lost weight. But I. I didn't want to cross that line. Wow. You know what? A lot of people have told me that it looks like I lost weight. Are you eating, Andy? I'm trying to eat. <laughs> No, it looks good, man. The hair, because I, I, I'm, you know, your hair kind of look like mine, and I, I'm jealous. I could never grow hair on my face like that. Your tots, you tots weight. jelly. You what? Tots jelly. Tots jelly. Yeah, that's what the kids say nowadays. That's what I was informed of. Totally jealous. Oh, I'm never gonna say that. I, I feel like we've had this conversation too. <laughs> I'm not gonna say tots jelly. You just did. <laughs> Fantastic! I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, X Men Regenesis. All right, well, I mean, basically, the whole the whole issue is just Wolverine and Cyclops going to individual people on the on the X Men and finding out if they're going to be with Wolverine or if they're going to be with Cyclops, and that's what the whole issue does. But it's it's also dispersed um, with these. I don't even like all these like warrior cave manic like versions of the x-men um battling between each other I, and i know that probably makes no sense unless you've got the issue and you're reading it right now but um as wolverine and cyclops are going through the utopia and talking to various characters um where where scenes are cut um two pictures by uh andy is it andy andy kubert and uh it's like a tribe, like Cyclops' tribe versus Wolverine's tribe. And you're seeing – what? This was Billy Tan that did the art. But not not the Wolverine and Cyclops part. Oh, really? Yep. Where do we see that credit? See if it's Andy or, or Adam. When is it? Where the heck are the – oh, here we go. Uh, uh, oh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> it says the last page, man. It says Billy Tan. Billy. T- okay, I said I was wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Let's all just relax. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Hey, stupid. It's on the last page. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Well, see, I really like those pages a lot better than the other parts. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, this is kind of reminiscent of the Rise and Fall of the Shear Empire, and I think it's the same artist. Yeah. The same right. artwork. So, so yeah, so they just go through and talk to each character, and what I really liked is that it gave you a reason. It gave pretty justifiable reasons for each character and why they choose which side they choose, Cyclops or Wolverine. <laughs> And uh, they didn't skimp on any of this. They they talked to almost every major character, you know, from Colossus all the way to you know Rachel Summers and Danger. Um, and they gave pretty good reasons for for why they chose which side they chose. 
And so that's why I really enjoyed this is because it wasn't just we don't just start out with two new number one issues and the teams are set up and you don't know why they picked what they picked and it's just you just go with it. I mean, they had real legitimate reasons. Yeah, I you find know? it I find it interesting that they did this instead of using the first, you know, six to twelve issues to figure out why everybody was there. You know, because that seems like plot points that you could say. You know, this issue, we're going to figure out why this person's there, or this entire arc, we're going to figure out why they chose that way. I mean, that seems like something Gillen would do with, his, you know, how he's written Gen Hope and everything. Yeah, I, I agree too. And But I, I like how they did it this way, and they were still able to set up plot points like, um, you know, Cannonball telling Moonstar not to sit down in Husk's chair because she's like flaking off and almost like molting. And they don't know what's going on. So it's kind of like we know something's going to happen with that. Uh, you know, we know something's going to happen with um, Psylocke because she's torn between both sides. Uh, it sets up for Havoc and Polaris to go to X-Factor Investigations. And and uh, I thought it set up a lot of different stuff. But it was it was really just one of my favorite issues I've read that had the X-Men in it for a long time. Really? Well, that's that's exciting to hear. I really thought the Gen Hope stuff in this was stupid, but I mean, it was a repeat of, you know, the the the. It was reprinted in the Gen Hope. What was it, twelve or something oh, like that? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So. I like Gen Hope, so I'm with you. I I I just kill all five of those six of those characters and let's move on. You know. Wow, that's sad. That's really. <laughs> sad. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I I tend to agree that I don't like the book, but it's really sad because they're supposed to be. You know the this new set of mutants that we're yeah. supposed to really like and get into. What did you think about uh, the choices that the characters made? I overall I really liked them. I really wasn't sure how um, Psylocke was going to stay with Scott and still be on X Force, and I liked how they, you know, they they said that. Um, I liked how they went to the new the new mutants, the the new X Men and the young X Men, and they even addressed them and. Uh, you know, even danger, and you know, it. I I really liked it. They went all. They went back to like Morrison's run, and they talked to the Cuckoos and Magic and Martha Johansson, which yeah, she's obviously one of my favorite characters. <laughs> so much personality, you know. Yeah, well, her facial expressions. That's really <laughs> what does it. But um, I I like the metaphor of the kind of the primeval fight of dividing the clans. I didn't understand why they used it, but you know, I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. I think I, the, what I was taking from it was that they were almost setting them up like they're different tribes. You know, there, it was more than just a different teams now, but they're you different. Had, you had to bring survivor into this. Well, yeah, Jennifer's actually downstairs watching survivor right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're staying up till three. You can watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was almost like a, you know, a clan or a tribe split. Yeah. It's not. It's more than just two teams into individual teams now. And I thought, well, one thing that I was really confused about though, it said, whose side are you on? Like at the end of the book, it kind of, it broke the fourth wall. And said, okay, now we've told you who, you know, who everybody is on, you know, who they chose, but how about you, reader? I mean, that just was like, to me, 
why wouldn't it say find out what happens with both teams and pick up these two issues instead of hey pick up the book you like the best oh i i and, wasn't bothered with it yeah but i mean like it's also it's also the catchphrase for civil war whose side are you on and you know i don't know it seemed seemed forced out of place oh well i liked it <laughs> but i did like how at the end they kind of didn't they didn't they list yeah they did list who was on whose team because you were like you read all that and you're like i can't remember yeah and it makes it look like cyclops has so many more people but uh a lot more of the younger kids went with wolverine right right like well that's true like you said because i mean the way they listed them here um but in the book it seemed like almost a lot of people were uh joining wolverine so yeah yeah and yeah, and, and to like today I read, um, what was it, Uncanny X-Men number one, uh, and then I read also X-Men 20. So it was cool to see how well, how Cyclops, and we're not going to review those issues, but... I haven't cool read either see. of those, so... Oh, okay, then I won't. Well, Cyclops, it's he divides his team into two teams. Oh, really? Kind of makes more sense. So, oh, yeah, no. definitely, definitely read those. Pick those up and read them. Okay, all right. Now, who is Dust? Because it says right here that Dust went with Wolverine. Yeah, Dust is the uh, Muslim character that wears the burqa. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Right, right. That makes sense. All right. Dust and Husk and Chamber. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's Chamber. Yep. Yep. Cannonball. So, all right. After this, would you say that there's one team that you are more interested in reading about than the other? Oh, yeah. Cyclops' team I'm very interested in reading. Really? Why? It's like, it, it, well, ugh, I really wish you would have read Uncanny X-Men number one. But there, I'll just tell you one little part without spoiling it. Dude, I had a four-hour meeting today. There was no way I was getting away. No, it's okay. Pick up my books. It's all right. It's all right. But Storm is meeting with all of Cyclops' main people, you know, Magneto and Danger and Namor and Emma, Colossus, uh, and Magic. And she's like... Who of you have not been villains before? <laughs> and only her and Cyclops and Hope were able to raise their hand. Really? And it was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. So that kind of, that's what's exciting to me is because these are not, these are ridiculously powerful mutants that all have been twisted before, basically except for Storm and Hope, because some even argue that, you know, Cyclops is almost like a villain now. So Storm and Hope are there with all these former pseudo-villains. And then you throw in, you know, psychotic killers like Warpath and Psylocke in there and Domino. That's that's some good stuff. I want to read this book. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It's like an X-Men. It's like a mainstream X-Force, which was what Kyle and Yost were writing. I really don't see the current X-Force as like a mainstream book right now. It's kind of a fringe book. Yeah. What which time do you, which team are you more excited about? Well, I mean, I was more excited about Wolverine's team, <laughs> uh, just because I mean, I like I like Gambit, I like Kitty Pride, I like Cannonball, I like Chamber. Um, I like to see Wolverine's brand of leading, and actually, I like a, a ton of character development and, and kind of character exposition where you go in and say, all right, Wolverine is not about this. You know, but he's he has ideals, but he it's very difficult for him to practice those ideals. 
and and uh, because of the situations he finds himself in. And I really think if Aaron writes this book, I and mean, we're going to review this one, right? We're reading the next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if Aaron writes this book and writes the exact same Wolverine that he writes in his Wolverine book, it's going to be really interesting how he interacts and like the the deep dark places he's going to go. And I know it's going it's not going to be a Wolverine book. But I mean, it's a team book, and he's he's sharing fifty percent of the title, you know. So I, I'm really interested to see how uh, the dynamic between that. Do I think it's going to be good stories? I don't really care. I really, <laughs> I, I don't. I I think that the character interaction and the um where the book is going to go following these characters is going to be way more interesting than the circumstances that they find themselves in. Mm-hmm. So, but I like, I like Gillen as a writer. So I think he's a better, um, scripter. I think he has better dialogue than Jason Aaron does. And uh, especially better than Fraction. But I mean, like, it's not hard to beat Fraction. So I just want Yost to write everything. I just, anything. I just think Yost should just write it. Him and Craig Kyle, they should just write it all. He's really good. They're both really good. Yeah. They know their stuff. They interweave it with continuity, but they don't bog you down in it. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do more writing. Well, I know that they're working hardcore on the Avengers animated right now. I know, but leave that to Loeb. All his no, 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 no. We're getting sidetracked. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let's not talk about this. Right, well, yeah, all around... I. I like this book. I thought it was good. I thought, like I said before, I think it's interesting that they got this all out in one issue, and so that tells me that they're on some sort of timeline. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not taking their time about let's explore the reasons why so and so chose. Um, it's more about okay, let's get these stories out because we have plot points that we want to fit it into, and I'm kind of interested in that too. Oh, oh no, that's not this book. My bad, my bad. All right, yeah, I'm done on this one. Are we done? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's do The Amazing Spider-Man 672, Spider Island Part 6. All right. Fantastic cover, of course. Ramos. Um, I like it. We got a great picture of Venom and and, uh, Captain America, or Steve Rogers, who is not Captain America yet, so this means it took place before Fear Itself. Coming in, fighting the queen. And the queen, interestingly enough, is not only the same lady that they fought in Avengers Disassembled, um, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Do you remember this arc 10 years ago? I do. I remember picking that up. Right. And this is the one where I actually missed three issues and I still haven't read them. Uh, apparently Peter kisses this queen or something and Mary Jane gets all uh, jealous and then Peter goes into some sort of cocoon thing and comes out uh, and he has, he can talk to ants and spiders and stuff. And it's, it's really strange. <laughs> then the exact same thing happens to him and evolve or die. Um, no, what was that called? Spider-Man something evolve or die. Spider-Man. It was Straczynski wrote it. No. Yes. You got nothing. The, I, I remember all the Straczynski stuff. I just don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Moreland was after him. It's the second time he showed up. Mm, Moreland. Yeah. <sighs> Harkening back to Moreland. <laughs> All right. So anyway, it's the same lady. Um, and then actually she was a super soldier 
before Captain America, I believe. I did a little bit of reading up on her. And so the government experimented on her, and we find out that she's really the villain, not the jackal. We already knew this. And then she turns into some giant, really ugly spider queen thing. Venom and Captain America are there. Kane and Peter are there. And so, you know, Kane suddenly is cool. (laughs) And uh, they switch costumes so that Peter can stand next to... Kane and Mary Jane has spider powers. And look, I, I love all this art, but the scripting is tough. And all of a sudden, they just decide, hey, let's fight her, and they end up winning. And uh, I guess the only real thing about this... Oh, Spider-Man uses the Octobots from uh, issue 600 that uh, Dr. Octopus had. And he, like goes around and gives the antidote to the spider virus to everybody. And um, I guess the the main thing worth mentioning here is that um, Kane, through the use of Peter Parker's equipment and technology and developments, was able to beat and kill the queen because Peter said that he wouldn't be able to kill her. And Madam Web prophesied, basically, that by the hand of Peter, the queen would be killed. And the queen is killed because Kane, in the the hypersonic suit or whatever it's called, flies through the back of her head, like into her mouth and in through the back of her head. And then that's basically the end. I mean, Mary Jane. Oh, well, one thing I I think uh, Mary Jane says, "I love you," right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's kind of interesting too, because Carly's still out there, and at the end, uh, kind of yeah. looking down at um, a little burned out New York. And um, they're kind of snuggling, and um, he, she says, "I love you." But you know, this week comes out the the number seventy three, six seventy three, which is the the end story to everything and kind of the epilogue for this whole thing. I wasn't a huge fan of this. It didn't feel like really well thought out Spider Man. It felt like just an excuse to to spin out, you know, the the, the Scarlet Spider. Uh, series that's coming up with Kane, I'm assuming, and uh, kind of shaking up the status quo. But man, I gotta say, I really don't like Spider-Man books where all the Avengers have to get called in and, and help him out with stuff because that's not really what Spider-Man's about, you know? Yeah. I know this whole era is called Big Time, and so yeah, this was a big time issue that everybody had to deal with. But that's not a Spider-Man book. I would rather see. Amazing Spider-Man have its series, and then if you're going to do something like this, say Spider-Man, Spider-Island, and have a second series come up, you know, like a a limited series that's going on, you know, and have Amazing Spider-Man react to that. I know you want it in the core book, but this doesn't really fit what the core book's about, does it? No, no. I mean, even just from the beginning, Spider-Island was kind of like, really? You know, doesn't it seem like a repeat of what we did, like what Jenkins, Paul Jenkins did in in Peter Parker, Spider-Man, where he's like, oh, guess what? A third of the Earth's population is part insect. Mm. Like that doesn't even that doesn't make sense. And you (laughs) they would have brought that up, especially since they're fighting the exact same villain, you know? Yeah, it's uh, I I like the action of the story. I thought there was a lot of action and 
you know, like from when the the you know, those spider teachers broke spider people, you know, or whatever broke in and had to fight, you know, Mr. Fantastic and Thing and Spider Woman, and then the action scenes at the end where Red Hulk and X Men and stuff show up. I thought there was some good action. That doesn't really do it for me in a comic book. I would rather have character development and good story instead of. You know, I, I just, I guess I don't take the time to look at the pictures as much as I should. And it has to make sense because this, this whole issue was like, hey, we decided to fight back this issue and now we're going to win. Like, what changed? You know? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, w- what changed? Absolutely nothing except Kane was helping with some new technology. I mean, yeah, they, they cured all the people, but that doesn't help fight the queen, does it? Well, so if they decide to keep Kane. As the new Scarlet Spider, does that bum you out? It's not Ben Riley. Um, I don't really like Kane that much, but I'm willing to give it a chance and get to know him as a character because he 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 never really had that much depth to him. Um, mm-hmm. In Grim Hunt, we got to see a little bit more of him, which was kind of cool. But uh, I would, I mean, ultimately, I would like to see Ben Riley back. But I can appreciate the fact that they didn't bring him back for this. Well, you can play as Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, in Superhero Squad Online. Oh, well, okay, definitely. Next time I'm up till 3 a.m., I'll be doing that. Dude, you can play it during the day. What are you talking about? I gotta go. I have to work. What do you think I do? Yeah, you and your boss are really tight. You go on hiking trips with him. He'll let you play for a little while. Oh, my goodness. No, absolutely not. We have such limited bandwidth here. <laughs> oh, that would kill it. There we go. <laughs> Man, I got people coming from office to office. I got the IT guy who's a, who's a buddy of mine. He comes in. He's like, hey, man, you downloading anything? I'm like, no. I'll I let you know when I download something. He's like, okay, because everything, everything is slow. I'm like, good luck. Good luck finding that guy. <laughs> so I'll text him. I'll be like, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm downloading a song. Hey, I'm downloading an episode of something, and it should be like five minutes. And he'll be like, okay, thanks. <laughs> So we can't we can't do it. So, what do you think about the these these wrist claw things coming out of Kane? That kind of as soon as I saw him, it took me back to when those talons came out. Um, what was that? Was that back in Black? Is that when no, he got? When did he, when did no, Spider-Man get the talons? That was that Evolver die, whatever it That's was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they retconned all that stuff. After House of M, remember? I forget how they... After House of M? Isn't that when they he came back and he didn't have his talons anymore after House of M? Oh, man, I can't even remember. No. I can't remember. Then how did he lose them? No, I think he lost them because of the whole Mephisto thing. And they never explained it, right? Mm, really? Maybe. I hate to say that, but maybe. Uh, I feel like we're letting our listeners down. We don't know. I feel like Marvel's letting us down. Well, that's a given. Well, I mean, look. We're just giving them our money. <laughs> <laughs> look, I never knew that he had... Did we know that Kane had these wrist claw things? These spikes? These talons? Well, if he's a direct clone of Spider-Man, he would have them. But I thought Spider-Man got him after he came out of the cocoon. Like it was a new development. I'm gonna have to. Oh, go back. you're right. You're th- right. I'm gonna have to go back and reread that. No, you're absolutely right. He did get him after he came out of the cocoon. Right. So, 
you know what? That first Moreland story was amazing, but the second one, not so yeah. much. I'm with you. I'm with you. Affairs. All right, I'm, I'm I'm done with this issue. I mean, overall though, overall I I didn't like the the story. I'm ready to get back to just a regular nice monthly Spider-Man. I can't wait till that happens. And if it means Dan Slott getting off the book, I'm all for it. I know he's got a huge following. People love this guy for what he does with Spider-Man, but I've never seen I've never seen just like a good normal issue. Unless he did number 600. I can't remember who, who wrote number 600. But uh, I thought, you know, I, I'd just like to see maybe some teamwork, maybe a life lesson, uh, some character growth. I don't need these grandiose, everything happens, like we're fighting the Spider Slayer bug men, you know, and they killed Jameson's wife. I don't need to know all that. that I don't. Ridiculous. I would move if I lived in New York. Oh, definitely, definitely. These guys cause more problems than they are, than they help. Yeah, who would live there? You know, I don't know. Real estate there would just be awful. What what are we doing? Wolverine, the X Men, number one. Yeah. Brand new, ongoing. Yeah. Do you want me to do that one? Yeah, go for it. So, uh, it opens with uh, with Wolverine and Charles walking through the new school. And uh, Logan is talking to Charles, and Charles is giving him advice. Uh, the best part of that is when he, uh, when he, Charles is telling him about the school constantly gets blown up, and that Wolverine needs to know a good cleanup crew. And that kind of made me laugh out loud a little bit, at least a little snicker. I got, I have to say, I hate how Charles is drawn in this. I don't like Chris Piccolo. I don't like his art at all. He, he looks like Wong, man. He looks like <laughs> Doctor Strange Wong. I did like the callback to when he says, okay, baseball, you know, like, mm. and please don't say baseball. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I like those those little references there at the beginning and finding Wolverine patronizing with other students in the danger room. But uh, so uh, Kitty and Logan, they're nervous because the Department of Education is going to show up and they're going to have their inspection. And I think we all kind of knew at the beginning, yeah, the inspection's obviously going to go awful. Actually, but, actually, I didn't think that. I thought that everything was going to fall into place because then I thought, well, how are they going to get it passed? So, oh well, as soon as they were talking about lava coming down walls and stuff, it was like, oh, the Ed Department's going to close this baby down. Right. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of, it was really cool how they used this as the Education Department goes around the school and it kind of introduces all the teachers, all the cast, kind of sets a really good precedent and atmosphere for what and tone what this book is going to be about and who these people are and what's going on. So I thought that was, that was a really creative way to do that. So, so, I mean, you know, they're going, they're going around the inspection. People are going around, you know, it's revealed that the danger room is uh, anywhere in the mansion you want it to be. It's not just in a set room, but you can program it to be uh, wherever you want. I think you missed the key point here. Uh Oh, what I do. Dupe was sitting at the reception desk. Well, if you let me finish the review, we'd, we'd eventually get to that point. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm done? I, I, I thought you missed the key point here. No. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so, yeah, so there's the, the danger room part. Um, you know, Beast is, is uh, the vice principal, and he accidentally left a dimensional doorway open, which let all these little demons in that look like miniature night crawlers and like beer. And they're all running around the mansion. So that's kind of, that's an interesting plot point. 
I'm wondering where they're going to go with that. And um, Dupe is in charge of registration. Nice. Which is cool. I knew that you would like that. I know you were into the old ecstatics group. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. But it was good, too, because it just doesn't say that. Because the ecstatics, when they were around, it was such a odd time. Because it didn't really go with anything else that was going on with Marvel. That's true. But, it was like an indie book. Yeah. But by having Dupe show back up, it uh, it kind of shows that, yeah, you know, that was part continuity. He's still around or whatever. And, you know, the whole Wolverine Dupe miniseries counts and all that right. good stuff. Right, right. What I really enjoyed was this new character named Brew, and he's a mutant brood, like a, a child mutant brood that Wolverine has allowed to stay at the mansion. And yeah, is uh, he? How new is he? Have we never seen him before? I have never seen him before. Okay. I don't know where he's he's from. Now th- I thought this guy, the the gelatinous mass, he's from Morrison's run. I thought he lost his powers in M Day. I've seen him on Utopia, though. Recently, yeah, but before that, I mean, before the last two months, I don't think we have. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Do some more digging. And so, of course, you know, so the 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 education department is walking around seeing all this craziness going on. You know, Husk freaks out on her class class and rips off her skin and starts screaming at him and... Uh, Beast reveals to to the the education lady that that uh, everything is going wrong with from seismic waves to lava falling down walls and and you know fire shooting out toilets like he just lays it all out on the line and she's like oh that's not good and um, it's revealed that Toad is the janitor Toad suddenly has green skin and uh, he's the janitor for for Wolverine and uh, Kid Gladiator comes from Shi'ar space. And joins the school upon his dad's request, who is obviously Gladiator and runs the Shi'ar Empire. Um, and th- is that Warbird? Is that her name? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's Warbird. I mean, I thought she had. I thought she was a, like a big, big deal up there. Not Deathbird. Oh, okay, okay, all right, gotcha. There are many birds. It's all right. Easily <laughs> speaking, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> So then Cade Kilgore, who is the new little kid who kind of was responsible for Schism and the Black King of the Hellfire Club, shows up at the end and he promises Wolverine that he's going to destroy the school. And Wolverine gets in his golf cart and goes driving back up to the school very upset. Wait, can I, wait, wait, you're skipping over this whole thing. I have to say this is my favorite part of the entire book. Did you feel the same way or no? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, where Cade comes up and Wolverine talks to him, all of a sudden, if I mean, have you been reading Aaron's Wolverine book? Nope. Okay, well, first of all, you need to read that. Invest some time. Not issue 17, but the previous issues. Um, this is where all of a sudden, if you notice, the whole thing switches gears. Like, it's been pretty lighthearted until this point, but then Wolverine from that other book steps into this book and reacts exactly how he would. And it it gets serious. And all of a sudden he pulls the claws out and he's like, he's like a totally different person. And this is what I'm looking forward to in this book. Like as it goes through, he's going to have to put a lid on that other guy, that other Wolverine and somehow be the headmaster without killing people. And like for a second there, like everything got grim and gritty and like, 
he pretty much said, if you threaten us, we'll, you know, I'll kill you. All right, it was great. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, I, I did. I guess I just didn't read into it as much, but you, you've got a good valid point. It should be interesting how, how Aaron balances the two, especially because, you know, he's writing both books and there's two different focuses. Foci. Foc, focus. Oh, let's watch the language. <laughs> all right so what's happening here at the end what's going on here well so then just moments later a giant rumbling rock monster comes up from the ground and looks to start destroying the school that's how it kind of ends yeah it's kind of weird huh it was kind of strange because i mean it looks like it's gonna bite the building and they just built it and you know but i liked uh i liked in both this issue and then when you read uncanny number one there's a class index at the back and i thought that was really helpful to kind of see how everything is is laid out and drawn out for who does what and and their responsibilities and all that good stuff so i thought that was really helpful yeah i can see that but i mean this index here has chamber with a giant mouth open i thought that got changed no i guess we'll find out we haven't physically seen him we've just seen this drawing. He was in that, wasn't he in that group, um, all the depowered mutants with Jubilee, and he had like a face that yeah. looked like um, Apocalypse or something? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't seen him yet in this series show up. Right. We haven't seen him since the New Warriors, I think. Right. Not no, the I... New Warriors. Was it the New Warriors? It was Loners. No, no, it was New... Was it New Warriors? Yeah, New Warriors, that's what it was. Yeah, right. I hated that series. Yeah, it was yeah, it was tough. Oh, cuz I really like Chamber a lot too. And so I bought the whole I bought both trades and reading through them was like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it was really hard to read. Oh, yeah. If anybody's looking to buy those, I got them for sale. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, I'll be willing to sell these terrible books. They're difficult to read. <laughs> if you like Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well overall, I thought this was good. I thought we had I mean, we had two, at least one really good book, which was Regenesis, I thought, and then this one was uh, pretty good, and then you know, yeah. Spider-Man, whatever. So it wasn't an, it wasn't an altogether bad week. Yeah. But uh, yeah. are we are we gonna do this Mayo monthly thing? Yeah, I think we're kind of walking, we're kind of treading water that we already tread. You know. What do you mean? Because my my best issue was gonna be the X-Men Regenesis. Oh, well, I want to hear your worst issue then. Well, I didn't really prepare for my worst issue. Oh, well, okay, all right, all right. Well, are you can you are you prepared to talk about Uncanny 544 at all? I'm not. I'd have to reread it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm then, sorry, man. No, we'll skip over that. We'll skip over it. I was just interested because on the Facebook page you said you really didn't like it. You said that that was my opinion, not your opinion. Yeah, I was <laughs> well because it wasn't signed Andy. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. I'm I can't remember. I may have done that on purpose. <laughs> it's all right. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> no, you just go ahead and sign my name. <laughs> That's just wrong, dude. I thought I, I thought Uncanny was good, but um, we'll we'll have to talk about that later, I guess. Yeah, I just I I want to be prepared. I need to read through it one more time. Well, just in general, though, would you say that Uncanny Number One was better than Uncanny Five Forty Four? Without a doubt, by leaps and bounds. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll look into it. All right. Well, uh, 
we are going to start a new segment. Have we done this yet? Have we done this one? I think we might have, like, maybe episode 30 or 31 or something. Okay. All right. So six months ago. Right on. Something similar. Maybe we just did a question thingy. I don't know. All right. We are going to do Would You Rather. Would you rather? All right. Would you rather? I have come up with ten scenarios, and you have what, six? Oh, no, I'll have ten. Okay, okay. ten scenarios. I want to know, would you rather have this or would you rather have that? And I need you to tell me why. So do you want to go first or me? You can go first. Okay. Would you rather have Storm on a solo book or overused on every single team in the Marvel Universe? Overused. Really? Yes. The more Storm, the better. Even if she's written poorly? She's already been written poorly for like the past eight years. So you want more poorly written Storm? Uh, it, it, that's fine. That's cool. Okay. Because at least... Because I just like... I think... Yeah, she's my favorite. But she's also kind of like Marvel's main female. It's kind of between her and Ms. Marvel, and maybe Spider-Woman. But for so long, it was just Storm, you know? And, and she's just taken a step back, so she needs to get back out there and be on the Avengers, and be on the X-Men, and have her own book, and be well, like the Wonder Woman. Okay. Alright, I can see that. When you said Spider-Woman, I thought you were talking about Arachna. And I oh, was no. like, I was like, what? Julia Carpenter? No way. That doesn't no. even... But and yep. really, Spider-Woman and Ms. Marvel have only been in the past, you know, six or seven years because Bendis has huge crushes on him. Otherwise, uh, it would be it would have been Storm, without a doubt. I gotta tell you, I have a huge crush on Ms. Marvel, too. So. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he, he brought her back because I like her and, and Spider-Woman a lot more than I did before he got the, his hands on them. Right. You know? They used to be, like, B-list characters, and he's elevated them to the front. Yeah, that is pretty impressive that he can do that. All right, all right. So you want her on every single team. So she would be on the Avengers, the new Avengers, the X-Men, Uncanny, to, you know, all of them. Yeah. The Illuminati. <laughs> the uh, Heroes what was for Hire. What was the Hulk's bad guy team? What was that group name? Oh, the Intelligentsia. Yep, we'll put her there. <laughs> <laughs> Get on all right. Flight. <laughs> Alpha Flight. Oh my goodness, that's one book I don't touch. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, Mister Andy, would you rather Marvel incorporate the Ultimate Universe into the six one six, or go all fifty two on our butts? Oh, I have one like this for you. Um, so can you explain them, like? somehow have worlds collide and like have the ultimate characters running around in the 616 yeah kind of meshing that together okay and then so not a crossover but like a permanent thing yeah and then the second option is what do you mean go all 52 like what dc did and they just kind of we'll reboot everything and not really tell people what counts and what doesn't count some stuff counts but you don't know what i I would have to go with these 52. And tell me why. Okay, because 
because because I'm such a continuity buff, if I, if people told me that continuity was being rewritten and say, okay, everything before this didn't matter, and now from here everything does matter, and we'll let you know if there was a story that took place, I could deal with that. As long as you tell me the rules, I can deal with that. But if the rules are everything that was written counts, oh, and now we're changing this rule or now we're forgetting about this, then I can't deal with that. See what I'm saying? Mm, kind of, I guess. That's I why guess. the that's why the 52 is okay if they say, all right, you know, everything ahead of, ahead of this doesn't count. You have to start reading from here. Okay, I can erase that board. I can etch a sketch that out. But if you know, so that that's a that's a better option than just doing a bunch of uh, retcons all the time. But man, having the having the ultimate and the six one six, I think that defeats the entire purpose of having different lines. You know? Well, I know that they talked about it a long time ago, but nothing ever came of it. No, no, they didn't. Why Seriously? do you why do you just tell me I'm wrong all night long? Did I'm no, asking you a question. I'm asking <laughs> you a question. Did they really talk about it or was it that hype about um contact, like the crossover between the Fantastic Four and the like everybody thought that there was going to be a crossover when Millar, Mark Millar was writing the book, but really he did the Marvel Zombies thing. Do you remember that? Kind of, it, yeah, I do remember that. But it was just kind of like two years into the Ultimate Universe because Ultimate was selling better than 616, and they were using the Ultimate versions in video games and all kinds of stuff. People were like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It didn't. Thank God, because Ultimate just kind of went down the, the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Number two. Would you rather have Tina Turner join the X-Men or go on another world tour? World tour, baby. Oh, my gosh. I would sell everything in the house. I would sell the comic book room and just follow her. (laughs) So you wouldn't like her in the X-Men? Back when I was in high school, a friend and I kind of put together a Tina and the X-Men story. <laughs> I have no idea where it is. I don't I don't think I even have it anymore, but it was pretty cool. Cool. But to see her live, Isn't you can't You what? Cool. That's the word you want to use? Well, it was written like in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All that right. would be so cool. <laughs> So, so to see her live is amazing? Oh, yeah, dude. It's it's almost like a religious experience. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. You're great. You're great. <laughs> All right. That's good. Your, your turn. All right, Andy. Do you, Would you rather have five Deadpool titles or five Hercules titles? Oh, five Deadpool titles. Easy. Because <laughs> oh. then I can pick and choose. I mean, Deadpool is okay if he's written all right and i like how daniel way writes him but hercules is just such an uninteresting character and i can't stand the pantheon and he's got all these daddy issues and uh, no thank you no thank you he has all the daddy issues i can't do it man i can't do it oh i hate that character so much so much deadpool i don't really mind that much I think, uh, he's, I, I think he's overused, but I don't, I don't really mind him that much. All right. Well, 
I guess I should have rethought that question then. No, that's fine. All right. A little bit more. Um, would you rather have Guggenheim's Young X Men? You know who I'm talking about? Did you read Guggenheim's Young X Men? Uh, is that the one with the picture of Cyclops as a scrawl on the front? Oh. With like Wolf Cub. It had like rock slide and everything, and they thought the Cyclops was directing their missions, but it was somebody it was else. Donald Pierce. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Would you rather have Guggenheim's Young X-Men become the premier X-Men team, and so everybody else go away and have that be the X-Men team, or would you rather have Jeff Loeb helm the book, the X-Men book, Uncanny, for five years? Oh, gosh. I'd go with Jeff Loeb. Really? Because even though Jeff Loeb isn't my cup of tea for writing, he can always secure a good artist. When Jeff Loeb comes along, it's going to be Ed McGinnis or it's going to be somebody that can draw. That's just how it happens. You're going to put up with that for five years? Oh my gosh, could you imagine having Rockslide, Wolf Cub, and Dust as the main X-Men? I I can't. No, I can't. No. That would be so awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right on. All right. Would you rather read about Hulk's search for a store that has purple pants in bulk or about a kid that collects all the rock fragments that fall off thing when he hits something? (laughs) (laughs) What a great question. That's good. (laughs) Would I rather read about the pants or... Okay, is it a series or a book? Oh, no, this is a series. Hulk search for a store that has purple pants in bulk. Or the kid that collects all the rock fragments that fall off thing when he hits something. Okay, I'm gonna go with the kid because then you can retell the stories and kind of his, his his through his eyes the adventure that the thing goes through, mm-hmm. instead of the interactions between the Hulk and the store clerks. <laughs> so, because I think there would be a lot more, um, a lot more guest appearances in the Thing book. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well- Follow Hulk as he searches from town to town for purple pants at Costco. <laughs> Awful. Good, good question. <laughs> All right. That's probably my favorite one so far. Okay. Would you rather be forced to read a solo sentry book or a solo tigra book? You would be proud of me, Andy. On Superhero Squad Online, I purchased the sentry. Why would you do that? And first of all, I am proud of you always. But why, why would you, why would you purchase this character that you hate? I, I thought he would be pretty cool to play as, and you know what? He is. He's pretty <laughs> darn powerful. <laughs> well, that's cool. All right. So, what does that mean? What? How do you answer the question? I'd still go for for Tigra. Really? That seems like yeah. such a boring book. I mean, look, <laughs> who doesn't like a furry bottom? But I mean, come on. Okay, Jennifer just walked in the room, and that's the first thing she heard you say. (laughs) Who doesn't like a furry bottom? (laughs) I'm sorry, Jennifer. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I'm now moving the podcast downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When Greg Horn draws her, I mean, 
that that's great. But you think that can carry a book? Well, I mean, she's kind of she's got a pretty interesting backstory that I think would be interesting to read about if she like revisits her past and maybe joins the Avengers or Heroes for Hire or something. More so than the Sentry. He's just Superman. I can read him anytime I want. He's not super. Oh, <laughs> man, oh man. Okay, all right, all right. He is. He's Superman. He even has an S on him. He's not. He's not. <laughs> I don't know how you can say that. I wrote an entire article about how they're different. <laughs> I know. I read it. Okay. I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say. You make me giggle. You <laughs> frustrate me. I know. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Calm oh, did down. that make a... I'm sorry. I didn't think that would make a loud noise. I apologize. It went... <laughs> it was moving the remote control. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Would you rather read a constrictor or reptile ongoing series? Ooh. Ooh. Um, man, what book was it? What did Avengers Academy come from? It was uh, Initiative, right? Avengers yeah. Initiative. Okay. Yeah. Avengers Initiative had rep. It had Constrictor in it, right? And did it have Reptile? Yeah. Okay. I was really actually digging the story of Constrictor, and his love interest, who was a spy, who had a. He, she had some sort of backstory with um, Captain America. Some sort of love interest there. Do you know who I'm talking about? They were in the siege. Uh-uh. Anyway, I think Constrictor. Because I I, I was kind of actually digging that. And uh, if uh, either McKeever or Gage or who's the other guy that writes some of that stuff? Loeb. No. <laughs> if Cryptos Gage wrote it, I, I, could, I could dig it. Yeah. Okay, so you go Constrictor. Yeah, I don't like Reptile at all. Well, I tried to pick two kind of loser characters. Yeah, I mean, who's the uh, who's the chick who the Komodo? That's oh. what I thought you were asking me about Komodo or Constrictor, and that would be a harder choice. But I really don't like Reptile at all because he didn't he didn't originate in the six one six. He originated in the superhero squad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so did X twenty three. X-23 did not start out in Superhero Squad. No, she, but she started out in a cartoon, X-Men Evolution. Right. Yes. Firestar started out on Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, and it, no, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends? Yes, that one. Yeah. Reptile is such a stupid character. <laughs> I agree. He's pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, okay. Um... Oh, here's a good one. All right. Would you rather have Storm become a villain or have all the X-Men have a secondary mutation to look like Cat Beast? (laughs) (laughs) Storm villain would be pretty sweet. See, I thought you would not like that. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Because I kind of, when I was reading, um, what was that? What was that thing that Chris Claremont wrote for like 24 issues? Exiles? No, it was when he wrote, rewrote the X-Men if he would have start written it. Instead X-Men of Forever? That, yes. Because I, I liked it when she started out as a villain, then it just got stupid. But 
I thought that was kind of an interesting take. Dude, I never picked that up at all. I didn't even know she was a villain in that. No, it's pretty stinky. That's a shame. Poo-poo platter. That's a shame. (laughs) But that was a good question. I like that one. What would your answer be? Oh, definitely Storm become a villain. There's no way I would do the secondary mutation make everybody look like Cat Beast. I think Cat Beast is the dumbest thing that <laughs> anybody's ever come up with, and I I like Morrison, so... But it was dumb. Well, you know, whatever even happened to those secondary mutations? Well, I mean, Emma's still got her secondary mutation. That's the diamond. Yeah, but only like two or three people got secondary mutations. Why would it just affect those few people? You have a little ring to your voice there. It goes, wee. <clears throat> is that better, Andy? Well, it wasn't you. It was your microphone. But yeah, yeah, oh. that is a little bit better. Sorry about that. No, no problem whatsoever. I don't know what happened to the secondary mutations. I think like I think M Day totally derailed all that. Maybe that's it. Because they were all like, okay, well, what can we do? The X Men are tired. You know, everybody yeah. knows what they do. You know, that was yeah. it. Okay. Would you rather read about the what let me get my wording right the post Avengers disassembled Avengers team you know like with Spider-Man Wolverine Cage all the people who were never Avengers in the first place or the classic Avengers See to me this one's easy because I started reading Avengers right after disassembled so right. my Avengers team is that team the new Avengers Gotcha. And they, I mean, I love that book. I That's my Avengers book that I go to. I didn't care about any other Avengers book. And uh, I still get, read that one right away. So I would love to. I mean, it, it's not as good now as it was before, I don't think. But I, that's the one I would want to read about. That makes sense. I guess it depends on which team you grew up with. Yeah, I think that's that's probably true. Okay, would you rather have a sucky writer on all the team books in the 616 but ask for your advice and ideas and use them, or would you have great writers and absolutely despise the direction of the, that the books are going? Oh, the first one, without a doubt. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can suck all you want, but as long as you're listening to what I'm telling you what to do... It's going to be like Storm, leader of the Avengers. Storm, leader of the X-Men. <laughs> and they take on Galactus. And guess who wins? Storm. <laughs> Marvel would go bankrupt immediately <laughs> if that was the case, man. <laughs> be like, oh, another Storm book. Absolutely. They asked me. I told them. Then we could get other writers to fill in the gaps. Oh, yeah. I guess. You know? Yeah, like, guess. yeah, this story really sucked when it was originally written. So we'll have a mini series that goes back and revisits. The good flushing out parts of it. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible way what? to do it. What? What are you talking about? That's what they do already. They're like, ah, oh, how did all these people, Kung Fu people, get into Spider Island? We'll do a miniseries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does Cloak and Dagger have to do with anything? Ah, oh, we'll do a miniseries. Oh. I feel like you're reading my, my computer because there's going to be a question about them. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have Blob or Wendigo move in with you? In with me? Goodness. That's a good question. I should have taken it to that level. 
I'm going to have to go with Blob because Wendigo would eat me, right? Mm, he could, and then you'd turn into a Wendigo. Yeah. That would ruin your day. Well, maybe not all that bad. Have less responsibility. I might wake up super tired, though. Well, then you'd just be like the, the X-Men arcade game and just go, Wendigo! <laughs> I guess so. I would say Blob just because... You know, you can go to another room, but at least you are not scared he's going to come in and bite you. That's a good point. Yeah. Because it'd be hard to get a big cage for him. Oh, yeah. Just your food bill would be enormous. Well, his food bill. Well, he he ain't going to work. He's going to sit on your couch. (laughs) He's going to sit on his couch. Nothing moves the blob. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather have all the villains become heroes and all the heroes become villains for a year or have a year-long era where every single hero was in the process of passing on the mantle to a younger, more hip version of themselves? Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gross. Probably the first one, the heroes and villains switching up. It seems almost commonplace anymore, you know? Just, I mean, good example, Uncanny X-Men. They all used to be bad. I guess that's true. You kind of blew that question out of the water. And I, I wasn't talking about a Dark Rain thing either. I was actually talking about, you know, them being the good guys and then, uh, you know, Spider-Man and Captain America actually being the villains and doing bad things. Your mic's getting a little scratchy. But, yeah, probably I'd still probably stick with the villains because I, I don't like junior superheroes. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. But I think it might come to that eventually. Oh. Hold your tongue. Ah, bite your tongue. <laughs> All right, Andy. Would you rather clean out the shower after Beast or Sasquatch? I feel like this question's come to come up too. Uh, well, you know what? You you said I couldn't think on the fly, so I'm going back to an old question. <laughs> I think I think Beast because he is. Um, I would think that more intelligent, the more hygienic you are, right? Well, Sasquatch is a doctor. Is he more intelligent than Beast? They're both very intelligent. Okay, I would say that... <laughs> I would say that Beast is who I would... He's shorter, so he's got less surface area. Yeah. So, <laughs> clearly, he'd, he'd be easier to clean up after. Gotcha. Yeah. Your mic's still scratchy. I just want to okay. let you know. Is it still? It's better. Okay. All right. Uh, let me know if it gets scratchy again. I will. Okay. Would you rather have a... Let's see here. I think I used all my really good questions. All right. Would you rather have a reboot of the 616 a la DCNU, which is the new 52, or would you rather kill off all of their mainstays to make room for new heroes. Ugh. So reboot or kill off, and I'm not talking about younger heroes. I'm not talking about, you know, we could we could do either a, a total reboot, like a retelling of their history, or we could kill off Peter Parker and have somebody new take Spider-Man's place. Oh, gross. I guess I'd go with the reboot. Why? Because at least it's still my characters. They're just a little bit different. I don't want to see Miguel Herrera 
or whatever his name is, is Spider-Man or that. isn't that his name? Mike, uh, Miles Morales? That guy, yeah. <laughs> Why did Miguel Herrera is a friend of mine. Why did I say his name? <laughs> I don't want to see my friend. He's a buddy of mine that goes to Cedarville. <laughs> nice. Nice. Very sweet of you. <laughs> Miles Morales, not Miguel Herrera. <laughs> so you would Okay, all right. So what you're telling me basically is the person underneath the mask is more important than having a a, a relevant hero like like even if even if spider-man got killed and somebody new took their place but not in the spider-man mantle kind of like how daredevil left and then black panther came mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you you would rather have a reboot than that yes okay all right. <laughs> fair enough all right now this is kind of a reality question because both these are being made which would you rather watch a tv series about mockingbird or a tv series about cloak and dagger what's what's dagger's power she shoots the light and cloak can transport places through the dark zone yeah and she jumps up in him and they disappear i think that Mockingbird would be cool, but it's pretty cliche. It's pretty much like Alias, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, but so if you could do Cloak and Dagger well, then I would be more interested in that just because it's a new thing. You know? Mm-hmm. But I think you would have to have the budget. If it looked cheesy, couldn't do it. Yeah, it couldn't be on the WB. No, no. What would you answer on that one? Cloak and Dagger, definitely. It's just Mockingbird is just that spy thing, and the spy thing's cool, but it's just overdone. And seriously, Mockingbird? Of all the thousands of characters, we thought, hmm, let's do a show on Mockingbird. Who said that? Are they really making a Mockingbird show? Yes. <clears throat> They're making Mockingbird. They're making a Jessica Drew show. They're making Jessica Cloak Drew and or Jessica yeah. Jones? Jessica Jones. Sorry. I would I would I would watch that. I would watch that. Wait. Which one is married to Luke Cage? Jessica, which one did Alias? Jessica Jones. That one. That's the one they're doing. Yeah, but I when I said Alias, I meant Jennifer Garner Alias. Yeah, and that's why they're not they're not calling it Alias. I right. What calling it. But right. Cloak and Dagger, Mockingbird, uh Jessica Jones and Hulk. And and, and Punisher. Punisher. And Punisher. Yeah, way to go, Loeb. Way <laughs> to go. Hulk should be good, okay? Hulk should be good. That should be... They should do a Hulk and a Daredevil, and we've talked about this. Yeah. All right. Hulky dokey. And actually, Jessica Jones, I, I think that that would have potential, too. All right. Um, would you rather have a trend of dead characters being brought back to life in various story loopholes, or for Marvel to say that dead means dead permanently? Dead means dead permanently. So if they kill a character, they are never coming back. Yes. Because it just cheapens it. Yeah. When Marvel kills off somebody, they need to think this through instead of just doing it for a shock value. Wait a minute. Didn't we talk about this in Secret Avengers number 13, 14, 15, 16? What was it? Was it 15? I don't know what you're talking about. 
Okay, we said that that was the best issue of the year, and that had this whole dialogue about how it doesn't cheapen it when characters die because of what it really means and how... Do you remember this conversation? Yes, I do. It's Black Widow, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and you would... But your your argument still is it cheapens it? Yeah, I, I thought it was the best issue because I thought it was so real in how Black Widow explained things. Doesn't mean I necessarily agree. Oh, okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. All right, Andy, would you rather wear your underwear on the outside or the inside? This is not... That has nothing to do with comic books. Superheroes do that. What's the question? Hey, you know what? I'm struggling here because I came up with six. You said you could work on the fly. And I just did, and now you're judging me. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You need to go to Titus Group. Would you... (laughs) (laughs) All right, would you rather have a series of self-contained X-Men arcs of fantastic writing or a series of arcs that build a mythos and current history that cannot be easily reversed? Uh, Repeat the question. Okay. Would you rather have a series of self-contained X-Men arcs? So basically, like... You know, six issues they're here, but the next six issues they have it has nothing to do with the previous six issues. It's just another story. Uh, would you have those having fantastic writing, self-contained, you know, or would you have rather have a series of arcs that build a, a current history or mythos, but the problem with that is you can't easily reverse it. Like you would have to retcon it. Could you repeat it one more time? Okay. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm just messing with you. Okay. Because <laughs> the first time I was serious, and the second time you dumbed it down for me. Not in a bad way. Okay, idiot. This is what I mean. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> Turn on your listening ears. <laughs> all, all right, right. put your thinking caps on. <laughs> I would go with the second option, where it's it's deeper into the mythos, but it makes it a little bit difficult to make a change. You'd have to retcon it. All right, I like that. Why are you giggling now? I just, I just think it's funny. That's all. Why? I, 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 I don't know. I, I like both of them, but like we, we are so disgruntled whenever they have to retcon something because they painted themselves into a corner. I, I'm, I'm always wondering why can't they just tell good, you know, three issue arcs or something like that and. So, to me, this is a tough question. I don't know. I would actually like to see two X-Men series, one do the giant history and one do just the regular fun arcs and uh, just change with the characters who are in the other one. And then the same thing with Avengers and the same thing with Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Amazing Spider-Man should have the the big things that are going on and then Peter Parker Spider-Man should have the fun story arcs. Yeah, See, I don't like that. Why not? Uh, I like it because I read my stuff in trades, and when I read trade, you know, from volume one to volume two, and it t- they feel like totally different stories that don't even go together because there's no continuity in between them. Absolutely. I hate that. Okay. Well, that, I like them to go. I like them to mesh well. That justifies your answer then. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. No All right. At my answers. Let's go to the my last question oh okay my bad <laughs> <laughs> all right would you rather watch a 24 hour a day seven day a week marathon 
of the original Ang Lee Hulk movie or the first Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider? Oh, my goodness. We're talking 24-7. Like, you've got, like, a catheter and a meal bag. You're not moving. I haven't seen the whole Ang Lee movie. <laughs> oh, have you seen any of it? No. Oh, okay. Okay, to answer your question, I would have to go with the Ghost Rider movie. Is that because you haven't seen the Hulk movie or because you just really liked it? Because I haven't seen the Hulk. Wait, did you ask me if I saw any of it? Because I think I saw the last part. You know what? I don't know. I would have to see the Hulk and then make my decision. Because the Ghost Rider movie was campy. I didn't think it was, like, unwatchable. But from everything I heard about the Hulk movie with the dog and then the different camera angles and stuff like that, it made it sound unwatchable to me. Yeah. It was was probably the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. Including Howard the Duck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, you know what we're, we're arriving to next, Andy? I think I do, Jared. I think What's I do. What's that I hear? What, what is that? Could it be? The that's right, the Tino Awards, arguably the best segment of our show. You know, a lot of listeners actually ask us, why? What does Tina have to do with anything? What does Tina have to do with comics? What does Tina have to do with the 616? But nay, I ask you, what doesn't Tina have to do with? Everything, right? No, what doesn't she have to do with? Nothing. She doesn't have Nothing, nothing. That's it. Right, the the other one. Right. Sorry, remember you gotta dumb it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. All right, how how many Tina awards you got? Three. That's fantastic because I have three as well. Awesome. All right, go for it. Get back. All right, get back. Out of the three books we talked about, get back? What is the song about? Get back to where you once belong. Okay, all right. So Wolverine and the X-Men, because they're getting back to the mansion. And the yep, school. they're going back to Westchester. All right, all right, all right. Good. Good job. Thank you. I just need a little bit of you know context there. Oh, I'm looking at mine. All mine are easy, except actually this last one might be – it's its ironic. Just keep it in mind. I'll, I'll remind you. All right. Pick <laughs> me tonight. All right. For pick me tonight, I would probably go with – X-Men Regenesis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Picking their squad. Man, you're getting too good at this. I don't know. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful that you're dumbing them down for me. <laughs> <laughs> you make me seem like such a jerk. Yeah, you're not a jerk. I just like to ride your case. 
<laughs> you you do that. You ride my case. <laughs> All right. Goodbye so long. Goodbye, baby. You're driving me crazy. I guess it's everybody parting in X-Men Genesis, right? Everybody has to say goodbye? Yeah, good job. All right. All right. It takes two. I would say that's for Kane and Spider-Man teaming up. Man, oh man, we are knocking them out of the park tonight. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. Um, your shot. Yeah, this one. This one's probably a little bit harder, and you might say it's stupid. Okay. But I can't wait. Break through the barrier. Um, I'm going to go with Spider-Man, right? Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. Okay, it's either... <clears throat> oh, no, we pick one at a time. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's either Kane breaking through the back of the queen's face, <laughs> which is some barrier, or it's finding a way around that silly prophecy that said Spider-Man would die by Spider-Man's hand, but Spider-Man can't kill her. No. Oh, well, you're not going to get my third one, so it's okay. <laughs> um, is, it, <laughs> is it breaking through the barrier of, of uh, Mary Jane saying she loved Peter? No. What is it? Was, it? I tried to mention it because I knew it was so kind of obscure. But when all the spiders broke through the barrier that Mr. Um, Fantastic Thing and Spider-Woman had set up. Oh. Uh, it, uh, it was a long shot. You did mention that, but I think now I misunderstood what you said. I thought you meant the Octobots breaking. There was that one panel where the Octobots were breaking through like the police headquarters door. Yeah. I thought that's what you meant, but no. Okay, all right, all right. Paradise is here. I would say that would be for Wolverine and the X-Men number one. Okay. With the mansion. Right. But it's ironic because the mansion is actually... You know, shooting lava down the walls. Uh, I'll give it to you, but I put the schools being messed up. Like right away, the thing is getting eaten by some rock monster thing. 
Okay, I so, got you. Good on you. You won tonight. Dang it. That's okay. That's okay. It's because you made them easy for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made them easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for our show tonight. Was there anything else that you had? I mean, besides, I mean, not not including our outro or sponsors. Yeah, goodness gracious. Who knows what the outro is going to be? You've got so much material. No, I no. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, I know. I did have one thing I wanted to say. Yes. All right, listeners, whoever listens to this episode and can count how many time, times Andy uses the word fantastic, I will send you a graphic novel. Do you have a count? No, I'm going to have to re-listen because it was seriously like every three minutes I was hearing it. No, it was not. I didn't say, I usually, I do say it a lot, but not, I didn't say it more in this episode than I have in other episodes. Oh, yeah. Tonight was a record. No, it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. I you it... said it. You said it. You were obviously mocking me. Retrospectively, I now see that. <laughs> <laughs> Which graphic novel? Probably the New Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So you're gonna have to go back through this with a with a pen and pencil, pen and paper, and not mark it down. Yep. Fantastic! 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 <laughs> fantastic <laughs> now look what you've done it's alright we'll find out how many people actually listen that's true that's... <laughs> <laughs> alright this is Marvel 616 Politics thank you for listening it's brought to you tonight by our wonderful sponsors um, dcbservice.com discount comic book service where you can get all your trades and all your single issues for up to 40% off cover price. They do have even higher prices, or I'm sorry, even higher <laughs> <laughs> even deeper discounts um, on uh, some of the some of the specials they have. Some of them, they sell them for 25 cents, man. Yeah. Fantastic. That's an extra <laughs> one. That's another one. Thanks. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Find us at uh, marvel616politics.com. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at 616politics. Look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. And give us a call, leave us a message, ask us a question, or just rant about something at 616-755-TINA. And until next time, make yours... Fantastic. I was waiting for you to say that. Hey, give me five minutes, okay? Yep. All right, I have to pee. It'll be sooner than that, okay? All right. All right, did I make it under five? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right, sorry about that. You got to run that's to okay. the other end of the building to go to the restroom in this place. Whoa, no, that's okay. I just <laughs> had a catheter, and all of a sudden you got to pee. <laughs> <laughs>